Welcome to the e-commerce society podcast, where you can learn how to start, grow, scale, or launch your dream e-commerce and product-based business, all without ever relying on ads or social media. Each week you will hear step-by-step tangible and fluff-free strategies to help you skyrocket your sales and traffic, gain more visibility for your business, and create those mega loyal customer super fans, which you totally need. Hi, I'm Carrie Fitzgerald, your cheerleader and hype girl. Went from corporate marketing in the education space to building, scaling, and selling my own product-based business. And today, my work and mission is to help founders just like you create and scale the world's most magnetic brands and turn them into fucking empires. So whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab a coffee or grab a champagne and let's dive into it. Welcome to this week's episode of the e-commerce society podcast. So this week we are diving deep with Crystalline Oquan of Crystalline Oquan Jewelry. She is someone who I met at the ultimate product party last year, and she was one of the keynote speakers as I was, and she got up on stage and she shared her story and her why and like the mission behind her business and Instantly, it was like this cosmic connection, and I knew, oh my gosh, this is someone who I cannot wait to support and buy something from. I bought a pair of her earrings, and when I got home and I opened them up, I was like, wow, her packaging. Her packaging was phenomenal. Her product, phenomenal. I wear her earrings every single day for pretty much almost two years now, and I am one of her customer super fans, 100%. So anyway, um, on this episode, we're diving deep into how she's created her own cult-like brand, how she gets repeat customers, and how she wows the shit out of her customers with her incredible packaging and all the other things that she does. A little bit about Crystalline is she is a jewelry designer. She's a motivational speaker, and she is a mom of a football-loving boy named Winston. And she designs minimalistic yet meaningful jewelry for strong women who are soft at heart. And in this episode, she's sharing all the things that she does, again, to create her own brand that her customers are absolutely obsessed with. All right, guys, grab a coffee, grab a wine. Let's dive into it. Welcome to the podcast, Crystalline. I am so happy to have you here. So hey, happy to be here. Um, before we dive in, <laughs> yeah. Before we dive in, um, tell everyone just who you are and what your amazing brand, like what you sell. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for having me. First off, um, I am Crystalline Oakland. I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana, and I'm a jewelry designer um, by trade. I also do a little bit of uh, motivational speaking on top of that. And um, yeah, that's a little bit about me. (laughs) We might dive in further, I'm sure. (laughs) Yes. And what products do you sell for your jewelry brand? Yeah, so I um, design minimalistic sterling silver and 14 karat gold jewelry for women. Um, a lot of people ask, like, do you make it? I, I don't hand make it. Um, so I sketch and design and I have CAD designers and a manufacturer in the U.S. that make all the pieces. And I've been in the industry for about 17 years, but I've been, um, I've had my own brand actually this weekend makes five years that, um, Crystal and Oakland jewelry has officially been around. Yeah. Nice. Congratulations. That's a, that's definitely a milestone. Five years is a long time. Yeah. It feels 
long and it feels short and it feels crazy at the, all the same, all the, all the, all the feels at five years. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Are you doing anything to celebrate like a party or I'm not promotion? Or I, we are going to do a promotion. Uh, we were trying to filter through. We're going to do like a giveaway for sure. Just to sort of celebrate um, all of the people who've kind of been along this journey for the last five years with us. So we'll do a giveaway and then, um, we're going to do some type of promotion. We haven't finalized it. We are finalizing it tomorrow because it has to start this week um, coming up. So, yeah, we'll, we'll figure out what the details nice. are. But I'm excited about th- I'm That's excited awesome. about the giveaway. It's always fun to like kind of um, get to do something fun and people get to like celebrate with you. So I think we're going to do it's a it's our five year. We're going to give away five um, hundred dollar gift certificates. So that'll be awesome. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'll be sure to apply. Oh, definitely. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I need more of your stuff. Um, I love that. Well, that's awesome. Congratulations. So I'm super pumped to talk to you today. I feel like a lot of the stuff that I talk about for, for my business is all this whole concept of like being obsessed with your customers, how to create a brand that customers are obsessed with your stuff and your brand you know, this concept of like creating a cult-like brand, you know, these these are sort of like the things that I've after for, I guess, almost uh, three and a half years of my current like coaching mentoring business. Like these are the things that I've developed this like love for. And I think it's makes me stand out against all the other people who were just talking about like how to get how to do ads or I yeah. don't know, like PR. So anyway, but I feel like with your brand, like I, I am obsessed. I will admit, and I think it's very clear because I talk about you on my podcast. All the <laughs> Thank time. you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I told someone I was recording with you today and they were like, oh yeah, you've talked about her like so many times on your podcast. Oh my gosh. Like, you're so sweet. That's how, that's how I roll. <laughs> like when I like something, I I talk about you a well, lot. Well, we just so now I, that you just said that you're going to be on my list because we are just rolling out like an affiliate program for specifically customers that are like. Oh, nice. So we're making our our list right now. So you're, I'm sure you're already <laughs> on the list. My assistant's been putting it together, but I'm going to make sure you have a start by your name because, uh, yeah, we're excited I to roll it. that out. Oh, that's yeah. awesome! Yeah, I love affiliate marketing. is It's it's so good. It's so good. Um, but yeah, like I think for you, your brand, your product, like you really, for me are someone that I completely like, I love the brand. I love the product. I've obviously met you a couple times from events and all that kind of stuff. And I just feel like you, you really just represent this, this kind of like perfect combination of like personable human besides the, not besides the brand behind the brand where you share your story, you humanize all of your stuff from your website, on social media, even in your packaging, like we, you open up the packaging and you see a picture of you. I believe a picture of, I think it's a picture of you and yeah. your son. So we feel like that human connection, but then also you have this awesome product that has meaning behind it. You have stories behind the products and your products are high quality. So you, for me, I, I love brands that are high quality, humanized, like cool story, that is like the, the secret sauce for me and like where I like to buy stuff. So I feel like all the things I really talk about on the podcast, my new book that just came out, kind of everything, your brand sort of stands for all those things. So I'd love just to kind of dive into some of that stuff because I 
I don't know. I'm just excited. Um, <laughs> how, like, what do you, <laughs> first off, I'm so excited about your what book you... and I already ordered my copy and I can't wait to get it in my hand. Thank you. Um, so congrats so on that. That's Thank a big you. deal. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm really, I'm happy. It's like out into the world. It's been a, it's been a journey like getting it finished and the publish the self-publishing and all that. So it's definitely, it's, it's been a lot I'll say. So I'm very happy. I don't have to deal with the publishing stuff anymore because yeah. it was kind of a nightmare, but I'm really happy to share the, the frameworks that like, I truly believe people need to know, which I think a lot of people just, you know, they're too focused on, I have to do ads. I have to do Instagram constantly. Mm-hmm. Where instead, you know, creating um, connections with your customers, sharing your story, kind of like customer retention, yeah. uh, customer loyalty. So anyway, so, thank yeah, you so much. So, I feel like I could sit here and ramble about no, that. No, that's great because it's actually going <laughs> to help me explain a little bit more about how our my brand has sort of done those things. So I come from a yes. background of working in retail. So I worked in a jewelry store. For many, many years, selling jewelry, designing jewelry. We had manufacturing in-house for a local jewelry store here um, who actually now my in-laws because um, my, my my husband and I met at work and um, I got married. And so I was I was part of this jewelry family um, for, for a long time. And so, but getting to go into uh, starting my own business from coming out of being in a business, like being in retail, I got to, what I tried to do was recreate what I did in person with a business. And I really hadn't seen another business like that. Like when I started doing it, I'm like, am I doing this wrong? I feel like maybe I'm doing this wrong, but it was working. And what was working was before I even launched the brand, I started telling people I'm working on this brand. And everybody was like, wait, what is it? I'm like, it's a jewelry brand. They knew I was in jewelry and they sort of kind of clicked on, you know, hung on to that part of it. Um, Like, like followed the journey. Like, okay, she's doing what? And like, I need to know more. And it kind of led into a segue of a good, a really good launch. And I didn't mean it. You know what I mean? Like I just was sharing online what I was doing. I didn't know it was like a strategy. but I was just being myself, you know, and taking people along the journey. And as we, as I did that, I was like, oh gosh, this is working. Like we having a good launch, you know, things are working. Um, and then from there, I just kept thinking, how did I sell jewelry before in the store? And how can I do that online? It's different. I don't have the person necessarily right in front of me to understand their needs. I have to kind of assume it. Um, and start to create stories around what I think their needs would be, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I think that's so smart. And I want to just touch on one thing that you mentioned was the taking people behind the scenes. That is such an important, such an important thing. And I think so many people, they just assume, oh, no one wants to see the behind the scenes. No one, no one cares you know, how I'm designing my packaging or no one cares, like all the things that I'm doing. And like, I would argue that I'm sorry, I'm laughing. My dog, (laughs) you had to be the dog. The second we started, the second we started recording, she just shaked like 
I'm not even, she's been sleeping the whole morning. She just keeps shaking and I just like almost burst out laughing at one point. I'm like, oh my God, stop laughing. I saw you giggling um, and I figured it had to be a dog or somebody else was there. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm not funny. I'm really not funny. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, um, and, then, and I I was laughing because I looked over and she was like, <laughs> she's like <laughs> glaring at me. <laughs> She's, she's, she's doing it right now, and I can't stop laughing. And I thought my dog. She's were like a super be the, serious. The problem. That's funny. Oh shit. She's super serious. So she just, she's looking at me like she's yelling at me, kind of. So anyway, that's why I started laughing. Um, and I'm like, of course she's doing this the second we start right. recording. I'm so oh, sorry. <laughs> I feel like I needed to get that out of my system or I was going to keep laughing. No, good. No, no. And I'm at an Airbnb, so I can't like put her in a different room because there isn't right. there isn't a different room. So anyway. If, if okay. I shut the Let door, my dogs my... will scratch the door to try to get in. It's Or if I put them in the oh, kennel really? and they know I'm home, they'll cry. So I'm like, oh my gosh. They're like children. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. So you were talking about the, the power of like storytelling and showing behind the scenes. And I think that, you know, I sort of tell a lot of people in my programs and students that you should be taking customers behind the journey with you, because when you show those behind the scenes and all those things that maybe for you feel really small, they, they humanize your business. That's what makes you different than like an Amazon or, kind of even a competitor who sells the same thing as you, but doesn't show their face, doesn't show their story, doesn't um, humanize anything. So I think that's such an important thing that you mentioned. And I just want to point that out because for anyone listening, you always should be taking people behind the scenes of your business with your audience because it, it kind of like pulls them in. And I think once you see something like, oh, she's working on this new collection, I wonder what it is. Like it's a surprise. And you can give little teasers to people and it really does make them like, oh, I can't wait to see what she's going to share tomorrow on her Instagram stories or something. So I think that was really, really smart that you did yeah. that. Yeah. And and the way I did it, especially in the beginning, was almost like a super vulnerable because I was only talking to people who I really knew because I didn't have an audience yet besides that, right? So I was really taking mm-hmm. them on a journey and kind of a little bit on the personal side of things. I had I'd recently lost my husband. I was a single mom and kind of talked a little bit about that story within building a business. And I think that part of my story was kind of sticky. You know, that was the thing that people were like, wait, wow, what is she doing? And then after, you know, we were gone for a while, I was building the brand and introducing products and things like that. I had someone close to me tell me like you put everything on the internet like like and they were saying it very spitefully because we were in an argument and it really messed with my mindset about sharing the behind the scenes or sharing the stories or the vulnerability and it kind of made me start like I stopped writing on a blog I stopped like I'm like maybe I am sharing too much you know but I recognize like it's been, so it's been a b- business I've had for five years. I can see the difference of when I was really into the storytelling and the connection. And when I started to shy away from it, because I let that insecurity of someone else's opinion kind of get in the way. 
Um, now there's obviously too much to share. Like you can share, you can overshare <laughs> for sure on the internet. Um, but when you're sharing from a place of, you know, who you're speaking to, you know, who your ideal client is and you know that your pain points are their pain points and it kind of all collides together and it starts conversation. You're getting DMS, you're getting mm-hmm. emails back. You're getting people that see you in public and are like, Oh my gosh, they feel like they know you. Those that's worth sharing a bit more of the behind the scenes. That's worth talking on a potentially sort of vulnerable level. If you're trying to build a personal brand, I mean, my brand is my name. It's a, it's a very personal to me. Um, and so Mm -hmm. I feel like that worked very well and I know when it didn't and it didn't when I stopped doing it and, and I'm still sort of trying to come back into storytelling again. Cause I think storytelling was one of the biggest assets of the brand and the ways that people have connected with it through. And we've, we've talked about it before through the pieces, each piece has a story. Um, and I, mm. I've just shied away from for a while talking about those stories and starting to get back into it. And I know that that's the part that starts to connect people back to the brand. I think that's the biggest, honestly, it's the biggest part of connecting people to the brand. I love that so much. Tell, talk about the, cause I know that when I, when I, so the backstory of like how we know each other is we both were speakers at ultimate product party last mm-hmm. year in, um, where was it? Scottsdale, Arizona. And Chrysalin got up on stage and like blew everyone out of the water. You had like the most amazing talk mm-hmm. and it was so inspiring and like moving. And I remember like I remember when you walked away, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is someone who I want to buy something from. And you just had this great story, but not only the story, not only your story, but I think also sharing your story and like why you started the company, but then really like inspiring other people to just go for things that were scary or, you know, taking tragedy in life and like kind of finding the positive or, or, you know, something like that. So I was really moved from, from that whole thing. And I immediately went over and I was looking through your pieces and I love jewelry. I don't, I, I guess I really have started to buy a lot of jewelry. I would say over the last couple of years, but I wanted to buy something for myself for going to UPP and talking, you know, talking in front of a room room full of people, which can be scary. And I remember I was going through your pieces and I came across your the hoops that I'm wearing now, mm-hmm. and they were called the Edge. Yep. And I forget exactly what your definition of. You can definitely yeah. tell everyone here, but something about um, I think not living yeah. on the edge, but like basically do, doing something that's like scary, yep. but doing it anyway. Yep. And I was like, oh my god, I'm buying that yep. one. So the meaning behind the earring and the story behind it completely spoke to me, and that's what made me choose that piece. Verse something else that you have. So I love that from a consumer sales perspective because I think it made it easy for me to make a choice. But I would love to know from you, like what made you do that? Is it something that you saw like a different brand do and you're like, well, I can incorporate that with my business and I can do it in a different way? Or like what made you do that? Because I don't see a lot of people that give stories for pieces, but it's so smart because literally depending on how someone is feeling or what they're going through in life, it makes, it makes that product one, a no brainer for them to buy, but two, 
it ha- it carries meaning after. So when someone is like, oh, where did you get that earring? They can say, oh, I got it from the shop and this is the meaning behind yeah. it. Like that's such a cool thing. Yeah. So yeah, just talk about, you know, what that looks like. How did you do that? Um, so yeah, anything you want to yeah. share. So when I first started the brand, I mean, I was just very deeply in my grief. You know, I had, I had lost my husband to cancer. Uh, I had a baby uh, at the same time. And honestly, my designing was therapeutic. And so as I would sketch or design a piece, I just couldn't help but put a meaning to it. I'm like, okay, I need a piece that's really going to remind me of my strength when I'm feeling super weak. You know, like I, I need something that's going to just be that, that, that anchor to feeling strong when I don't feel like I am strong. And so I created a strength pendant, you know, um, my, our logo is, is the symbol. I call it the symbol of gratitude. Um, and it's really the center part of four interlocking circles. I'm wearing it on, on my necklace today. Um, and it's really about the connections we have in life and how we are, um, just infinitely grateful for them. Like, even if, you know, my husband has passed, but I'm so grateful and I'm still very much connected to him. Uh, and that's what the logo means. So everything had a meaning to me first, and then I had to figure out a way to translate it and talk about it where it was a little more of a universal meaning so that it could connect. Mm -hmm. So the, the key is, I wanted to design jewelry for women like me who were on a personal development journey, who had things going on in their life and wanted jewelry to sort of represent that, uh, their part of their journey. And so I'm like, the only way I can do that is to put the story. Maybe they didn't lose a spouse, but they had their own emotional journeys and needed these anchors for different reasons, you know? Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. And I think it's so smart that you did that because I think, you know, in this whole e-commerce land of other competitors and Amazon, you know, people have so many options yep. for buying things. And I think with jewelry, like it is a saturated space. There's a million jewelry brands. That doesn't mean that you can't have a brand that people buy from and stand out. But I think by naming the pieces and just having these like really impactful stories and, you know, you said you were on a personal development, I think you said personal development journey Mm -hmm. or mission or something. And I love that because this is what I think one thing, I think you do so many things right, which we're going to talk about. But I think this is one thing that does make your stuff stand out against all the other people. And I don't really know anyone else who does anything like that. So I think one, it's just really, really smart, but I think it's a way for people to also remember, just like I talked about with your hoop, with the hoops that I'm wearing right now. Um, know if we're going to put this on video, but maybe, um, you know, whenever people will ask, Oh, I like your earrings. Where did you get them? And I'll say, and then I'm, and I always share this, like I'll briefly not, not in like so much detail, but just tell why I bought Mm -hmm. them, you know? And so it's a way for me to remember the brand and the meaning. And I think once someone hears that, they're like, Oh my God, that's so awesome. I want one too. Because they're also like, oh my gosh, I need to do more brave things in life or, or whatever. Yep. So I think it's such, 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 such a smart like marketing tactic, sales tactic, but also something that makes you stand out against all the other boring vanilla jewelry brands. And if you're listening, I love you so much. 
but we want to be different than other our competitors. <laughs> and I think by having these like stories attached to the yeah. jewelry, it really does make you stand out. So, and I think I think I think another thing too is just the the memorable piece. Mm. Because I think we are inundated with, you know, advertising and stuff on social media and we can, we can remember a brand specifically like, oh, that's the brand with that, with that, um, the edge bracelet or the edge earring that, you know, inspires you to do this. I think it's just a way to remember. The other real, honest reason why I wanted to attach a story also is because I designed 14 karat gold jewelry, like solid gold. It's, uh, and sterling silver. So it's an investment. And so I, Mm -hmm. I know that when a woman, you know, comes to my website or goes into a retail store and sees my jewelry, that, that it is an investment. And so one of, I always say one of my biggest competitors is like guilt, like women have guilt to buy themselves nice stuff, Mm -hmm. especially jewelry. Um, I think we've been taught for so long that your partner buys you jewelry, you kind of wait for it. Um, all the things. And so I just felt like if they could feel connected and know that this is not going to leave them, like they're going to have their piece of jewelry and they're going to take it along with them on their journey. And it's not, uh, it's not going to like turn green and tarnish and throw it in a landfill. Like it's a real investment because it's an investment in their journey and in their story, you know? So I, I think the, I think the story part of that gives women makes them feel like they maybe have a little bit more permission to do it because they're like, no, no, this means something to me. Like I am making it mean something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I think that helps for sure. Um, I get a lot of women who, yeah. who like are celebrating something and they want to, or they'll give themselves a goal and they hit the goal and to celebrate, they get their piece mm-hmm. of jewelry or, um, you know, just milestones or to represent children or I've had people represent pets, like, you know, just different things that they want something that means something, you know, they want a piece of jewelry that means something for. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. That's amazing too. And I, I do agree with like the investment piece, but also, you know, I was telling you before we recorded, I bought these earrings from you May, what was last year? May of 2022. And I think unless for some weird reason I wore something else for like a day or two, I've literally worn these every day since May of 2022. They are like my staple jewelry. And I think it's because there weren't like a $20 pair of earrings that you're like, oh, whatever. I'll just, I think when you buy something that's a little bit more money, it's there's value. There's a cool story. And I love the fact that like I bought those for myself after doing something scary at a milestone in my own business. And so these earrings, not only are they just something that I bought, but they have, they have a true meaning behind it. And I, and I love that so much, but I do will say when you pay for something that's good quality and it is a little bit more expensive, you know, you do actually wear them. And like I said, I've worn these every day since May of 2020. And you can wear it. Yeah. That's the great thing. It's solid gold. So it's not you don't have to worry about if you jump in a swimming pool with it or, you know, you literally can live with it and travel with it and do all the things. Um, but yeah, it's, it. Yeah. sometimes that's a hurdle in our business for sure is, is pricing because there's not a lot of transparency sometimes with brands. So if you go on some jewelry brand website, especially 
gold or silver. Like those are your options. And I'm like, this can't be gold at this price. Now I know gold is the highest it's been since I've been in the industry. It's insane right now how expensive it is, but I'm like, this can't be. And it'll be like 14, it'll say 14 karat gold. Sometimes it'll just say gold. And then you got to go into the fine print to realize that it's plated or it's gold filled. And it's so frustrating because it puts this idea in the market what gold maybe should cost but it's not really gold you know so sometimes I have to do a little bit of explaining what the difference of like solid gold is and a gold plated piece you know um and we haven't gotten into any I don't know if we'll ever do like a gold filled or gold plated or anything I I love the option of a lower price point um but I just also love the heirloom quality of having, you know, something that's just like a noble metal that people can just really enjoy and wear forever, every day, you know? So, yeah, it's been, it's been interesting. And I think it's, again, it like separates you from all the other people who are doing like either a lower price point or, you know, I, I honestly don't know a lot about the gold filled versus, I'm someone else in one of my programs. She sells veneer. veneer? No, what's it called? Not veneers. Um, something with a V. Oh, I know what the word is. It's like not vin- something with like. Yeah. Oh, vim- vim- yeah, veneer? something like May. Yeah, it's like a plating. I think <laughs> oh right, God. like an electroplating or some kind of plating. Yeah, yeah. something yeah. like that. And so I've had to like learn a little bit about the gold and all that because I I just had no idea. Yeah. Obviously, if something is a higher price point. I will now know, okay, that's like actual solid gold. But I think by having only solid gold, you are kind of attracting a certain type of buyer mm-hmm. or I don't know. There's some something to, to be said about that. But obviously if you want to, you know, add something that's lower priced, I think that's a yeah. great option too. We toy with it. Yeah, we, we toy um, with the ideas of like how to figure, you know, those things out because yeah. a lot of people do love love gold right now, but, um, the silver does really well for us too. And it's, you know, silver is a lot less than, um, but yeah, it's, it's finding our niche in the market because not everybody wants the solid silver or solid gold pieces, but it's like, we've tried to continue to find out who that woman is. And it, it seems to be, um, a woman who owns her own business, like that's like a really niche down market for us. But like women business owners, like love our jewelry and which is really neat. Cause mm-hmm. I love a woman business owner. Like I think y'all are, everyone's like so badass, like these dreams and like go do stuff with them. So like when I see yeah, like women, like leading big groups or like on a stage or on a TV show or something wearing my jewelry. I'm like so excited. I'm like, nobody knows that's my jewelry, but I'm Aww. like, this is the neatest thing ever. <laughs> and those are my ideal yeah. clients who do stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. That's amazing. And you've had, I'm trying to think who it was. It Jamie, Li- Jamie, Jamie, Lin- Kern Lima? Jamie, Lee, Jamie Lynn. Yes. Oh my God. I always say Jamie, the actress, Jamie Curtis Lee, whatever <laughs> her name Lee. is. Halloween lady. <laughs> Yes. So how did that happen? So she's the founder of um, It Cosmetics. So no big deal. (laughs) Um, Billion dollar company or something crazy. How did that happen? Because I've seen your post or something about that. Yes. So Jamie Kern Lima. Yes. She's the founder of It Cosmetics. She sold it for over a billion dollars. Now she's like a New York Times bestseller. She's about to put out another book called Worthy. I'm excited about that book. 
Um, and she is wow. the sweetest person. And the way that came to be and that she would even know who I was, uh, I was at a Rachel Hollis event years and years ago. Um, and Jamie was a panelist on a, pa- a speaker on the panel for one of the panels on stage. Mm-hmm. And that event was massive. I mean, it was in a stadium. It was huge. Um, but I was sitting in a section near where Jamie, Jamie, I guess, watched the rest of the event. And I bumped into her and I just thanked her. I'm like, thank you so much for your insight. It was amazing. I had never even, honestly, I didn't even, hadn't heard of It Cosmetics. Um, but I was just blown away by her story. And so I just thanked her. And then afterward, I took a picture with her. You know, she was the sweetest person. And then after the event, some of the girls from the event, actually a lot of them got together and they really wanted me to design a piece of jewelry for that event from, um, Jen Hatmaker, one of the speakers, told us the story about sisterhood that happens with elephants. So they wanted me to design an elephant, which if you know my jewelry is like not minimalistic at all. But I'm like, if enough yeah. of y'all want that sisterhood elephant, like I will make it because I can, but I it's just not my normal brand style. Anyway, so we made one. It was amazing and it's, it still does well. But um, I wanted to give one to Jamie because she was there. She heard the story. So I reached out to her on social media and was like, hey, you know, uh, we, we met at Rachel's event. I'd love to send you this elephant. The girls from the Rise Conference wanted me to make it. And um, she's like, I think this is amazing, but I don't want you to give me one. I want to buy it. And so she's like, send me the link to your website. So I sent her to my website. She bought it. Wow. And then since she has bought so much of my jewelry, all, like a lot of it, she gives it, she, she'll order like 12 piece necklaces to give to all of her friends and gold. Um, I've been to an event wow. where she literally gifted the host of the event, one of my necklaces on stage and then proceeded, she was speaking at the event. Then she proceeded to tell the whole, pe- the whole crowd, my story. Like she's just got a heart wow. of gold so when I see her, she speaks on Tony Rages. She's been interviewed on Mel Robbins' show. Like she's all on Ellen. She's like wearing my jewelry. I'm like, this is insane. Um, oh my god! But she's amazing. Heart of Gold. Her books are great uh, that she's been doing. She's into like it's all the personal development now and stuff, which is awesome. But I love it. No one knows like when she's on a Tony Robbins stage that like that's my ring. She's wearing my bracelet, earrings, whatever. But I know, and I get so excited. I'm like, oh my God, she's wearing, like, I feel like each piece of jewelry is like a little, one of my babies going out in the world and like getting to do some really cool stuff. (laughs) It's so fun. I love that. That is so awesome. I love it. One of the things she told me and really, it made me connect with her is when I, I wrote a little post on Instagram about meeting her. And then she commented and I was like telling her story on, on my thing. And she's like, she wrote something. I don't know if she wrote it on my Instagram or she texted it or sent it to me. I don't know. She said, you are next. And I thought that was so encouraging and amazing to hear from someone who built a business, sold it for a billion dollars to tell me I'm next. Like I, I can do it, you know, like how encouraging. And she just, she does that to everyone. She's just a cheerleader for women. So I love just think they oh make the world better. <laughs> so that's so yeah, awesome. I love her. And all because, and I just want to point this out too, this wasn't some sort of like, I don't know, it wasn't like you paid her to talk about you. This was organic 
but because you had the confidence and courage to say something to her, you know, you weren't trying to like, at the time, I think it was awesome that you messaged her and said, you know, we, we want to send this to you. I also love that she was like, no, I want to buy it from you. Give me the link. I love that. Especially because so many, you know, influencers or whatever, they would just be like, oh yeah, thanks. Yes. And you you'll know, never hear anything she about was it. like, no, yeah. let me, let me support, like, I want to support you. So I just love that. That makes me love her. And I, I didn't know a lot about her, but I literally now want to go buy her book and read it. Um, but I love that you had the confidence to like say something to her, you know, Hey, I loved your presentation or I loved what you did here. I think that's awesome. And I think it speaks to like the products that you sell that encourage people to do bold things and that kind of thing. So I think it, it all makes sense. It all comes together. I I think one of the biggest things I kind of learned from becoming a widow and like seeing my young husband's life be so quick and, and pass away was this idea of like, why not ask? Like, why not just do the things you want to do? And if you're not sure, like if you need permission or you need someone's buy-in or ask, because if we don't, the answer is an automatic no. And if we, if we do, we might still get the no. I mean, we might get the maybe we might be the, yeah, we might be like what I had to do, what I did to you. Poor thing. Carrie's like, you want to be on my podcast? I'm like, I would love to be on your podcast. And then it's like crickets, crickets. I don't fill out your thing to sign up. And you're like, what's the problem? And I'm like, please keep bothering me because I am going to keep forgetting because I think I have ADHD. You're like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, you are not bugging me. You are reminding me because I really want to be on your podcast. So thank you. Um, but we got to do that. That's how we get things in, in, you know, in life that, that we desire. So. I hope anybody listening to this, if that's oh all gosh. you take from today is, is do it. Ask the question. It might be from your partner. It might be, I don't even know. It could be from your kids. It could be from anybody, but ask for what you need or what you want. Cause you might get a yes, you know? I yeah. love that so much. Oh, I have my own, um, I don't want to like take up so much time on this, but there was a certain dream podcast of mine that I like dreamt of yeah. being on. It was like number one, I've been a supporter of this person for years, just obsessed. And I pitched myself for a year and mm. a half, probably over 10 times of sending different emails. And then I think it was about a month ago, I got an email from his team inviting me on the podcast. Stop it. And come to find out, come to find out that they never even got my pitches. No way. It, they, and I still don't know actually where, how they even found me to invite me on. I'll, I don't care. I'm right. Pumped. But when when I was chatting with the girl who was booking it, because I was like, oh, like they never actually confirmed the topic of what we we're going to talk about. So I was like, oh, is what we're going to talk about what I pitched about? And she was like oh, who did you speak with on our team? I'll find the pitch or something. And I was like, no, I didn't speak to anyone. I just emailed you 700 <laughs> times like a stalker. And it might have just been going to their I just assumed or something. Yeah. And that's sort of what happened. She was like, and then she finally was like, oh, we actually switched his email about a year ago. So we didn't actually get any of those emails. And then she gave me a tip on, by the way, maybe don't put this in your subject line next time because you, your stuff got filled in with our spammy. She said they get a hundred, hundreds of pitches <gasps> a day. And so, yeah, but I, but I attribute all of this to Persistent. like not, I don't want to use the word manifestation, mm-hmm. but like 
you put something out into the world over and over and over and over and over. And you keep, I wrote it down in so many journals, notebooks, um, people that I've worked with saying, this is my dream podcast I want to be on. And it was one of those podcasts that felt, it feels really big and scary. Like I probably will never be on. And then they asked me in the podcast I recorded with him two weeks ago or three weeks ago, it comes out in December. And it was like, it's a testament of be fucking persistent. Yes. If you want something, don't stop at one no. You know, keep going, keep asking, keep pitching yourself, keep whatever. Can we know so, who it is yet or not yet? Yeah, I mean, um, Pat Flynn, SPI podcast. Oh, wow. Are you excited? Yeah. It's not out yet, right? So, no. No, it'll air in December. Um, when I got the email, I was like, is this, I'm sorry, is, is this that, fake? Right. It, what? What? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I literally started crying. <laughs> because literally it was like my dream, like number one. And like, I, um, it's just one of those things where when you, you write it down and like you write it down years mm. from the past and then you never really think it's going to happen. And then you work hard and you show up and you're consistent. And then all of a sudden years later, it happens. Like you just never yeah. know. Like I'm sure you never were like, I'm going to be, my jewelry is going to be on this like celebrity business person, you know, and then she's going to be gifting it to people. Like you just never yeah. know. But if you hadn't have one said hello to her, and then if you hadn't have reached out to her, it would have never yeah. happened. And it's all because you took action and you did something that was kind of scary. So yeah. I just, I love it. And I'm, I definitely love any, like just making people feel like they can do the scary things yeah. because you can, like no one, we all put in the work to do the things. I'm sure the first time you got up on a stage, you were probably terrified. And then maybe the next time it was like a little bit less yeah. scary. And, you know, it just, it's like a stepping stone to, I don't know, to just do things that yeah. are scary. And that's ex we have to do exactly <laughs> why the earrings we both have on. I have the bigger version, I guess, of the ones, the edge earrings. And, yeah, I wear them all Cute. the time because I struggle with pushing mm -hmm. myself. I struggle with staying in the safe zone and not, you know, asking for what I want. Like I have to have that constant reminder. Mm -hmm. Like I know it, but I'm scared. And so I'll like play the safe route. And so like literally when I put my jewelry on in the morning, I think about it. I'm like, okay, if I got to do hard things today, you know, I have to push myself. Like I have to remember yeah. that it gives me the outcomes, you know, that, that I want. And sometimes it doesn't like, sometimes you get the opposite, you know, you get rejected or whatever, but I think it's all working out. Like yeah. even the practice of asking and we're told no, yeah. it's like you keep practicing that and you're told yes at some point by something that could be even bigger and better than you dreamed, which was for me with Jamie. Like I didn't expect her to do what she's done, you know, for, for me. And, yeah. and she's, she does that for a lot of people. It's just who she is, you know? But um, I think like you said, it's just that initial, like taking a chance and, Talking, talking to people, mm -hmm. you know, and asking and opening up. So, yeah, I love that so much. I feel like there's like a million other questions I want to ask you, um, but maybe that can be for podcast recording number two, like next year. But tell everyone where they can find you, where they can find your incredible jewelry and just support you along your journey. Where can they find you and where can they buy Thank your stuff? Thank you. Yeah. So, um, 
my website, the easiest way to get to it is womenbyjewelry.com. Um, you can also do crystallineoakland.com, but that's really hard to spell. So we, we made it a little easier. <laughs> um, and then on Instagram, it's crystallineoakland.jewelry um, and also on Facebook. So I'm mostly on Instagram if you're into social media. Um, but yeah, that's been kind of the, the best place to catch us. And um, um, I'm trying to think if there's any anything else. No, I don't know. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much. It's so awesome to have you on here and thank you for not being annoyed by my multiple DMs and asking. Oh my gosh. See, but like we talked about today, we got to, we got to bug people and people are busy. People have lots going on and sometimes they just forget and you have to ask them again. So this is like a perfect example of that. And I am super grateful. I love your podcast. I think you do amazing things. So like I needed that consistent, like kick in the butt to like fill out the thing so you can get on the podcast because I'm just excited to be on here. Thank you. I love what you do. I cannot wait to read your book. Um, and I just appreciate you so much. I feel like I could talk to you for like hours. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. Thank you so much. I, I love, I love all of that. So I appreciate it, but so happy to have you here and just sharing like a teeny bit of all the cool things that you're doing. Thank so, you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much too. <laughs> thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple podcast and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie a Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much. And I'll see you guys next week.